Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and today's episode is all about being successful at a soul-aligned career. So I brought on my best friend and multiple times best-selling author, Sahara Rose, who's also the founder of Rose Gold Goddesses and the Dharma Coaching Institute. Sahara brought me on this year to be a teacher at DCI on helping these spiritual coaches really manifest their own success and call in more clients and call in more aligned soul opportunities. And so I wanted to bring her on to talk a little bit about her incredible career trajectory, what has really been the secret to her living a purpose-driven life, and, and to share a little bit more about DCI and give you guys some tips on how you can really step into a more soul-aligned career path, or if you're already on it, how you can really be even more successful at it. So without further ado, let's dive in. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, (laughs) I am so excited to finally have one of my best friends on the podcast, Sahara Rose. All of you guys probably already know her. And she's the author of Discover Your Dharma and also the founder of the Dharma Coaching Institute. And I'm super, I mean, first of all, if you've heard me on Sahara's podcast or you've heard me talk about her, we constantly riff on like everything. And so I just love getting to have you guys kind of in on our conversations. And, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about lately, especially with um, Sahara's uh, DCI, Dharma Coaching Institute, is about how how naturally our purpose and our spiritual path and our career and all of them intermingle and how often that's part of our spiritual journey, right? Mm-hmm. And for me and Sahara, it was definitely that way. And I know for so many of you guys listening, it was that way. So why don't we start there, Sahara? Why don't we take it way, way back to when you discovered your dharma? (laughs) Yeah. So for those of you who've never heard the word dharma before, the word dharma is an ancient Sanskrit word that essentially means your soul's purpose. So the way that they saw it, and when I say Sanskrit, I'm talking about where yoga originated from, Vedic meditation, ancient India, Ayurveda. So they believe that each and every one of us as souls chose a purpose for being here. And it was part of the unique jigsaw puzzle of the universe. So every single one of us has a specific puzzle piece that we are. And this lifetime is about remembering what it is. So it's not so much like finding your purpose the way that I feel like American culture is like, you got to find your purpose. Like, where is it? It's not really like this, like, where's Waldo thing outside of you. You got to figure out. And your purpose is also not just your career. It's the expression of who you are. It's your soul's frequency. It's the energetic signature that you bring to every conversation, every interaction, every project, role, career, job, everything that you have. So I think that's another difference between Dharma is it's beyond just a job or a role you play, but it's really who you are and your expression. So in my own journey, it was 
my life's biggest question because I grew up, you know, as a young kid, I was very spiritual. And then essentially I was bullied and thrown down a hill for being a witch. So that made me stop. Do you even know this story? No, I don't know that story, but I also got in trouble for being a witch. Yeah. So I was actually, I mean, I lived in Massachusetts, so I would go to Salem all the time. And I was like, just I would see spirits and I felt so connected to them, but the kids were afraid of me because, you know, they thought witches are evil. And one day I was walking across a hill and a group of kids threw me down a hill. Um, One of the boys had a metal cast on it, hit my head and gave me a concussion. So I rolled down the hill, passed out, and I woke up to them just all laughing at me. And I had to just walk myself to the principal's office and be like, I need to go home. And then the next day in school, they said, well, you were scaring the kids and you're not allowed to talk to the other girls who we were all in our coven together. And I learned what I believed was the lesson at that time of you being magical is dangerous. It's not safe. And after that, I stopped talking about anything mystical, magical. And I was just like, okay, how can I fit in? And I really found my purpose. I always knew I was here to help people. Like that is the one thing I knew this lifetime is about helping others. So I looked at examples of who's helping other people, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Martin Luther King. And I'm like, okay, what do they all have in common? They all died for the cause. So for me to help people, I should sacrifice my life and probably die for the cause. So I went on this path of deep activism. So, you know, also my mom was a refugee who escaped war and revolution in Iran. My dad escaped the revolution in Iran. My uncles were political prisoners. So I grew up seeing the atrocities and, you know, all the human rights violations. So I created the Amnesty International chapter and I would, you know, organize protests. And I even went to school in DC wanting to become an international human rights lawyer. And that was my path. Like I am going to save the world. And on that pathway, Source gifted me with a redirection and that redirection began as health problems. So it started with digestive issues, which turned into hormonal imbalances, which turned into me not getting my period for over two years. So when that happens, you go through perimenopause and I was 21 years old. So I had no estrogen or testosterone in my system, which leads to bone density issues and a whole host of different issues that doctors prescribed me dozens of medications for, from hormone replacement therapy, antidepressants, and many others. And intuitively, I knew that there needed to be a root cause to this, but no doctor would really sit with me long enough to figure it out. So that brought me, I couldn't save the world anymore. I needed to learn how to save myself. So that brought me on the journey of self-healing, which brought me to Ayurveda, the world's oldest health system, which comes from the Vedas. And then beyond that into what is really the purpose of health? It's not so I can have perfect digestion, but it's so I can live my soul's purpose. And I'm like, but what is my soul's purpose? And you know, at this point of my life now, I graduated college and I was doing volunteer work in India, but I still didn't really know what my purpose was. I thought my health issues were just this thing happening to me on the side. And I remember seeing people like in Bali for the first time and they were tantric life coaches and like Reiki masters this. And I'm like, do your parents know you're here? Like, how are you doing this? Like, are you allowed to do, like, are you making money doing this? I was so confused because I had never seen anyone pave their own path. And of course my family was really scared for the path that I was going on of diving deeper into my spiritual journey. And, you know, the fights with them kept getting worse and worse, but 
I share this all because it was really my obstacles that guided me to my purpose. And I believe that every single person listening to this, it's those things that feel like, oh, like, why is this happening? I need to get over this. So, so then I can live my purpose. It's like, no, that's actually where the medicine is. And that's what you're here to share with others. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I resonate, resonate with that so much. It was like, when you're present and you show up to where I had the similar like food health journey. Right. And it was like in that, it wasn't even like a thought, like when you talk about like it, not necessarily even being a career, it's almost like I think both of us had careers that organically grew out of us just being present, just showing up for the spiritual lessons to the physical body lessons to, you know, the things that we were going through in our life. And through our, our willingness to surrender and be present and do the work, then organically, you just want to share about it. You just want to tell people about it. You're just like, oh my God. Like, I remember when I was going through all my food stuff too, you're, you're like, okay, I know I'm not the only one, right? I know there's probably other people. And man, if I could save someone the trouble that it took me trying to figure this all out. Mm -hmm. And so it's so beautifully, you know, organic how that that kind of flows for people and I think you know a lot of people now look at us or people like us quote unquote whatever and who are living very intentionally who have spiritually aligned careers and who are helping people and they kind of instantly hop into the how do I make a business out of this right Mm -hmm. and what would you say, what would you say to them that are like, okay, but I want to make a business and I can't figure out what I should make the business out of it. How do they kind of backtrack and to connect to like their personal journey? Yeah, I think it's a both and like we do live in a society where you do got to pay your bills and you got to live. And it makes sense. Like I was the same way, everything I was interested in, I would think of, okay, how do I monetize this, not from a place of greed, but from a place of, because I want to keep doing it. And it's interesting to me and I want my life to be spent doing it. And at the same time, if you're only doing it to monetize, then you're not really going to go through your soul's curriculum to prepare you to embody that energy. So I think for me, one of the greatest blessings was to learn from teachers to learn from people who had walked the pathway. Deepak Chopra has been a huge teacher of mine and has now written the forward of three of my books. And I think sometimes in the social media culture, we're like, I want to be the expert right now, but to actually dive deeper into your own education, your own studies, to learn how to hold space. There's such an art and a gift that it actually comes through coaching that you know that, of course, we can we can just try things and throw spaghetti at the wall and figure it out. But I think what people don't talk about in the coaching world is you're really holding a a vulnerable space for people. And if you don't feel confident in the transformations that you're creating for people, it could actually create more harm than good. So I'm so passionate about really being a student of this work. I'm perpetually learning from more certifications and masterminds and everything I can. So my best advice would be, first of all, focus on a niche that you'd really love to help. And then learn everything you can, the ins and outs of that niche. What are their problems? What are they journaling about? What are they thinking about before they go to bed each night and be the solution for them? Like, that's what you should be talking about on your social media, on your podcast, on your YouTube. You should be like 
they look at your content. You're like, are you in my mind? Like, how did you know that those are the exact things that I'm thinking about and worried about and, and desiring, but you're never going to be that person for everyone. So it's like really knowing your niche and your niche is most likely going to be a former version of you. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's where the paths intertwine, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, when I, I like to say it's like the, the, the most powerful like school you have is like LIFE school, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so it's like everything gets built on your LIFE school, right? And so it's like when you have, if you've been through something, right? Like even if you just talk about, let's just, even if we talk about something abstract, like building a house, right? If you have personally built your own house from scratch, right? Then you're going to be able to like, you may not be like an expert carpenter or like an expert architect or whatever, but if you've gone through that process, and you've made your mistakes and you've ordered the wrong doors and you've messed up the paint and you've done all the things, right? And you've done it imperfectly, but you did it, right? Then you can you can help someone going through that process of building a house, right? So, so you know, you can be a real tool for them, right? You don't have to be perfect, but because you've tracked that road before, you can expedite their journey, right? And so I think that's kind of where those paths interlace it's like what has your journey been what's and and like you said I think that one of the most important things that I think both of us continue to do because it's just who we are and we can't help ourselves but one of the most important uh aspects of that is you have to constantly be on your path mm-hmm. like you have to be showing up for your own lessons you have to be showing up for you know what's going on for you and then the quote-unquote niche right, that we like to use as like a marketing term is really just you, right? It's really just like you said, it's a former version of you that Mm -hmm. you're now helping. And then what I think, you know, the, the other thing that I don't know about you, but when I started, I barely had. So I think it's such a gift that now it's like a thing that people can even do um, with like DCI and these programs that help you figure out more of the ins and outs of like, okay, what does this look like? Mm-hmm. Right. What does this look like as a business? How do we combine like this real life experience and then balance it with that? Like you said, that confidence, that confidence that I think so much of it comes from knowing a certain structure, knowing how to hold space, having kind of that, that those, those tools, what was the, was that part of the inspiration for you to create this is thinking about like those two worlds coming together? Yeah. So I had done so many certifications and what they all had in common is there was no practice coaching in them. It's just like, okay, watch all these videos now go be a coach. And I'm like, I don't even know how to coach. I don't know if I'm doing it right. And I was afraid. I didn't want, I didn't want to hurt people. And I definitely even coached people at that point that I probably shouldn't have And so, you know, it really came to me after a breathwork um, journey that I did at home. It just came to me that there are so many people who have such a similar dharma to mine of they are here to help other people find their soul's purpose. And if you're listening to this, like a couple of clues are whenever you're at a party, people naturally come to you and start telling you everything about their life. If you are that person, this is a sign. If you naturally are like, the unpaid life coach of your friend group that people just text you, they come to you. If 
you meet people and you start asking them questions about their <laughs> life because that's how you relate to people is like, you want to know what are you working through right now and what's frustrating for you. If you spend your free time following Instagrams that are all about personal growth, spirituality, manifestation, if you are constantly journaling about embodying your purpose, letting spirit use you for the highest purpose that you're here to do, like these are all, like most people aren't doing this. And I think we get into these little echo chambers where like, well, isn't everyone manifesting, living their soul's purpose? It's like, no, actually. So if you are that person and, and you know, a lot of us are empaths, highly sensitive people, it's our gift. And it's meant to be utilized in a way that, you know, when there's a shadow side to it too, the shadow side of being that person, which we were both totally those people our whole lives is when you don't know boundaries and you don't know how to actually create a business doing it, you end up feeling really burnt out and overwhelmed and like, oh my God, can people stop telling me their problems? Like, I don't know why they are just flocking to me with it. Whereas when you learn the tools to become a coach, then you can actually guide someone to be like, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's book a discovery call. Let's set up then a three month package. And then you'll know exactly what to do in every single one of those sessions. You'll be paid for it. So it will feel reciprocal for you. And that person will also take it more seriously. So I recognize that so many people could use those tools and also desire to be in a portal of transformation where they're practicing and they're getting feedback from people and they're, they're knowing that they're getting better at coaching. I feel like a lot of us, we graduate from different certifications. We don't actually do anything with it. And for me, I'm all about action, eight planets in Capricorn. Like that's where it's at. So I'm like from the get-go, when you, when you join, you are practicing coaching. And then you actually spend the last two months of the six months solely focus on your business. So you'll actually graduate immediately. If you're already a coach, you can increase your rates by average 25%. And if you're not a coach, we have so many incredible people who've actually joined DCI for their own personal enrichment and then realize, wow, I actually have everything I need to become a coach. And I mean, hundreds of people who've quit their full-time jobs and are now spiritual life coaches. So it's been amazing to witness. Wow. And you know what you said, I just want to go back to, cause I think it's such a thing. And so I know I just have a feeling that so many people listening are going to relate to that about being the like unpaid coach in the room. Yeah. And yeah. it does, it breeds resentment in some of your friendships. And one of the most frustrating things, I remember this from some of my friends who are no longer friends <laughs> in <laughs> New York was that sometimes just because it's my personality I would coach some of my friends. Like a friend would come to me and be like, I'm really frustrated about money. Like I don't have any money, whatever. And like, I'm the kind of friend where if you're like that, I'm like, let's brainstorm. Okay, like you could do this, 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 this. And then I remember one of my friends like saying, you know, Cass, I just want you to like, commiserate with me like maybe I don't need a game plan right now. Maybe like I don't want to like explore my stuff around this. And I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like if you come to me with a problem I will help you solve it there's right, no other way it. and and it was and we never have talked after that conversation that's a true story and she's actually a life coach now which is really funny um but um but but what I realized in that moment is that there is it's like like you were saying like there is like it's bubbling in you because you have that natural, your soul's desire is to 
help people through a transformative process. Yeah. It's your Dharma. You're encoded with that. It's not, I think we so take our superpowers for granted and think everyone is like that, but it's like, what do you call everyone with your most personal life issues? No, there's probably very few, maybe no one that you would go to, but you're that person for so many people. And I think sometimes we don't realize, oh, wow, this is actually a gift. Now it's like being born with a powerful voice. You still got to practice. You know, Adele has done hours and hours of practice. So if you know you have this gift, you know you're interested in spiritual, you're listening to this podcast in your free time. Like, again, this is like the 0.001%. It's like, okay, I see you, spirit. I see you gifted me with this, with this skill set. Now, how am I going to, you know, improve upon it and learn boundaries around it and frameworks around it so I can really take it out into the world from a place that feels fulfilling and not like I'm being burnt out? Absolutely. And so for someone that's in that, and I know that I have a lot of listeners in the space of either working a nine to five right now or having some sort of, you know, thing going on, but like wanting to get those first like few coaching clients on the side you know have like a mix maybe of certifications maybe they do reiki maybe they have sound healing certifications maybe they've done some yoga or whatnot right and they're trying to figure out like what's my thing and how do I start getting those first clients can you like what what when what would you say to them and then two kind of how would DCI fit for them Totally. So we have a lot of people who are nurses or they work in corporate and they're wanting to do this more for their own spiritual discovery. They're wanting to know what is my purpose? What's next for me? Maybe I'll be a coach. Maybe I won't, but I'm just curious in just being in a community and being in a container where we're really working on this. And then we have other students who are already yoga teachers, health coaches, they have something else, but they want to shift into talking more about spirituality because both of us, we both really started with the health and we're like, we've realized it's a lot more than just, oh, don't eat bad food. It's why does that person keep eating those bad foods, which tends to be an emotional and and spiritual reason. So if you're wanting to dive deeper in either directions, it's for you. Now, in terms of how do I get my first paying clients? I mean, I love talking about this stuff and we really dive deep into it, but here's my best advice. A lot of us focus on, well, why aren't those clients paying me? But we haven't been really clear about our value way before that conversation happens. So so most coaches out there, they'll put in their bio, hey, I help people with whatever, book a discovery call with me. And most people don't book a discovery call with them, or even if they book them, they cancel them because you haven't convinced them that there's going to be a transformation on the other side. And here's the difference between coaching and therapy. Coaching is about talking to people about their desires, their future, what they're calling in, whereas therapy is about going into your past and what hasn't worked. So I see a lot of coaches approach it like a therapist, which actually, first of all, isn't even legally the sound, but also if you're like, Hey, let's hop on a call and talk about your deepest, darkest shadows and like why everything's wrong with your life. Like people are of course going to cancel, but if you're like, let's hop on a call and share with me your vision for yourself, your dreams, what you're calling in, what you're manifesting. That's a call that people are going to be excited for. They're going to want to show up for. And when you're on that call, you likely are the only person that they have that they feel safe enough to share their dreams with. You know, over 50% of people don't feel comfortable sharing their dreams with their partner. So 
Yeah. Over 50% statistically. So that's why, especially like spiritual life coaches, soul purpose coaches, Dharma coaches, what is what we train are so essential because if you don't even have one person, you can even talk about these dreams and desires and ideas that you have, how is it ever going to happen? So you get to be that person who's like their sounding board, their cheerleader, but also holds them accountable. And when you can show that from before with your social media content, your podcast content, you're continually reminding them of the transformation that's available for them. Then of course, not only are they going to want to show up for that call, but they're going to want to continue diving in deeper and deeper with you. And what I love about it is discovering your Dharma is not a one-time process. It's not like you're a headhunter of like, okay, now you're working this job. Like it's done. It's like, even when you launch that business, there's a new set of issues that come about. Even when you become a coach, there's a new set of things that you're struggling with. And that's why we really teach you about how to use your intuition, because there isn't always an answer to everything and also how to work with your intuitive abilities and your clients' intuitive abilities and how they can come together. So then you, oh, you're never stuck with like, I don't know what to coach them with next. It's like, you know, for you, I'm sure you could coach someone for years and years and years on end that you don't even need to have experienced what they're experiencing at this point, because you just know those coaching tools and you're using your intuition. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's huge. That's huge. And I'm so glad that that's an essential part of the teaching because that's one of the things that I see missing from so many curriculums. It's like, let's give everybody these like formulas and templates and this, like whatever, whatever, which has, has their value in certain places for sure. But, but without the intuition piece, it's, nothing right Mm -hmm. because it is about being able to honor the fact that having a template to start with or having like an idea of like I'm gonna do a three-month whatever I'm gonna set up my call this way is how we're gonna talk right but then being able to like connect intuitively and say you know what for me I really I really need six months with someone right uh you know what for me I really want to have I want to have a a 90 minute call instead of a 40 minute call. And I'm going to do it once a month. And like, I think that has been one of the most powerful tools in my business is to be willing to like, it's, I like, I love to learn all of the like roadmaps and like, you know, kind of those things. So then I can like decide what works for me, (laughs) you know, I kind of like break them, like learn the rules and then like decide which ones I can strategically break that feel more in alignment for me. And I think that that the other thing that I think that you brought up that's really important is like you talked about being a sole purpose coach. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of people make right now, in addition to what you were saying too, is, you know, the difference between like a therapist and a coach, but also the kind of coach you are, right? Because being a you know, it's great to have like a therapist, like someone to talk to, right? And I, you know, I'm a big believer in therapy. So it's not to put down therapy at all. But like coaching is like someone that you can really do some like next level ish with, (laughs) right? That and someone that you're going to like quantum leap that you're going to be, you know, working on manifesting, you're going to be like, you know, moving through different evolutions of your soul's path, you're going to be coming back to your, you know, um, intuition with and I think, Sometimes when people don't talk enough about like, I'm 
what do I do as a coach? I'm a sole purpose coach, right? Mm -hmm. I help people, you know, discover uh, their dharma. I help people get on their path. I help people connect to their purpose. I help people connect to their intuition, right? Um, If you're just like, I help people be happier. Yeah. Well, that's great, but people don't really know exactly, right? Whereas like to be able to say, you're a sole purpose coach, right? I think in and just of that, that small description in itself, so many people have that, that actual intuitive awakening around that to be like, oh, great. I need help with that. Yeah. That's it's a nation itself. And yeah, like if you're just like, I'm just an, an overall life coach, it's like, okay, so what, just my, my whole life, you know, what do you do with that? And that's why really at Dharma Coaching Institute, we're the first ever accredited school to train Dharma coaches. So sole purpose coaches. So, so much of it are so many different tools and frameworks and systems you can do to dive into someone's sole purpose. And you could literally take anyone. I mean, anyone, it could be someone just like works at the bank, hasn't even thought about it to someone who's been on the spiritual journey for 30 years and guide them deeper into their soul's purpose from their dharma blueprint to their dharma archetypes to the five stages of dharma discovery to the dharma journey spiral i mean there's so many tools there so if you're someone who's like i know i want to do this but i don't know what my niche is this instantly gives you a niche that then you can even make more specific with i help moms with young kids who feel like they are going through an identity shift or i help people who want to step into their inner artist or I help people who, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, maybe your former story. Heroin addiction, most of his 20s, it has been really his supporter and caretaker, and it has been extremely strenuous for her. And her daughter um, has been going through really crippling depression. So basically, most of the past 30 years for her have been about caring for her kids. And then when she had this divorce in 2019, she realized that something needed to change. And she happened to have found my podcast, which led her to DCI. And she decided to join just for her own next step. And she said, even when she went on the first call, she was like crying because she was just so overwhelmed with just everything happening in her life. And, but she showed up and she kept doing it and she's 46 years old. So she also had a story of it's, it's too late for me to maybe become a Dharma coach, but for other people, but she kept showing up and kept showing up today. She has a full fledged coaching career, helping moms who have overcome hardships, find their purpose. So, so beautiful. And it's like, stories like this that show it's never too late. You're never too troubled or, you know, we have the story of I'm not healed enough. It's like exactly where you are is what makes you accessible. Like knowing the language, the exact context that someone is feeling at this moment. So even if you're still in it, or, you know, then I have other people who think, well, I'm I don't have any interesting life experiences. I have just been in corporate my whole life. There's nothing special about me. And then through DCI, they discovered this whole other side of themselves that many of them are now channelers and doing so many incredible things that they just haven't given themselves permission for. So it really gives you exactly what you need. And instead of just like scrolling through social media for a million years, trying to transform from free content, it's like you guaranteed will be a different person in the next six months when you step into this container. 
I I love that. And I think it's it's so funny how you're you're saying that. It's like what came to mind when you were just talking about uh Rebecca even was like it's like it's like alchemy. It's like an alchemical transformation, right? Taking something from a base metal and turning it to gold. And the the process of us following our, you know, our I'm gonna say soul aligned careers, right? And our soul aligned path really is an alchemical process, mm-hmm. right? I know both of us, you know, can speak to that, that in if we even just like tunneled it about like the following of like our spiritually aligned career endeavors alone has brought up so many different initiations has cleared so much different karma has moved us in different you know um growth and expansion and 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 forced us to learn new tools and connect deeper to our intuition and go into all these different spaces right spiritually and and that's what I really see the offering being with DCI is like, here is, here is a container that you can be in for six months. It's going to expedite this alchemical process and have you held and have you guided the entire time so that you, you have this structure because, you know, for me and Sahara, like when we were doing it, this was like years and years and years and years and years of journeying, right? And and kind of all of these different, like figuring it out as we went and, you know, pulling information from here and here and here when we were, you know, younger and are, are just starting out and stuff. And what a beautiful thing that someone, you know, that story with Rebecca is just so beautiful that someone can just literally come in and like in six months, just be in such a different place, have so much more, you know, and, and even with the girl that you were telling me about, which I think so many people can kind of relate to that to be like, I just want to get out of my nine to five job. Yeah. I just, I'm into this like cool spiritual stuff, but I really don't know what this is for. It's like, that's your intuition. Like that's your soul nudging you to say there's something here. And if you show up for it, if you show up for that, I always say that with a lot of my programs too. It's like, you just saying yes to it. Like first step of the initiation, you walk, walk through the first ring of fire, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like yeah, the hardest one is the hardest one. And then you went into it and then you're like in the container and like the transformation starts immediately because you actually like said yes to your soul. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like, it's, it's just huge. So on that note, what would you say to someone? And, and, you know, I I actually love asking you this question as one of your close friends too, because I do see you as someone that I feel like is incredibly courageous. And what would you say to someone that, and for your listeners, if I was on this, like, if I was on the precipice of walking through a ring of fire, Sahara is definitely on like the phone a friend list. Um, (laughs) So, so you're welcome for getting this phone. Work through that fire, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Just dance, Kath. It'll be fine. Uh, And paint, paint, dance and paint. Um, So what would you say to someone that's like on that precipice of walking through the fire that's, you know, maybe 
listening to this right now and being like, there's this part of me that wants this so deeply. And then there's this other part of me that just wonders like, well, what if, what if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not, you know, what if I won't be able to have a, a good coaching business? What if I'm not cut out? Like, who am I to think I could be a coach? Like, what would you whisper in the ear of that initiate? <laughs> so the biggest blockers that hold us back from living our dharma are the who am I and the what if, you know, who am I to do this? What if that was my story? Who am I to write a book on Ayurveda? What if I fail? What if I don't make it? That's our conditioning thinking that success is a 50-50. Maybe I'll make it. Maybe I won't. Failure is impossible when you are living your dharma because you were born for it. You can't fuck this shit up. I'm sorry. You can't because it's, it's just you being you full time. That's what you're stepping into. So when you're thinking the, well, can I do it? Maybe it won't work. Any, any time that you even fail, it's just giving you feedback. It's just giving you redirection of, oh, you know, I've tried a million things in my career before ending up here. And it's like, oh, that, that one didn't work. Now I learned that lesson. That one didn't work. I'll learn that lesson. You know, I'll share one story. There, there's this girl, Corey, who she, she was a nurse working in the pandemic, completely burnt out, overwhelmed. And she had the exact same fears. I don't even have time for DCI. Who am I? I'm, I've been a nurse my whole life. Like who'd want to learn spirituality from me? And she kept going back and forth, back and forth. Finally, she signed up. Corey right now has moved to Maui where she has a full-time coaching practice. She has hosted multiple retreats. Oh my and God. she's like, thank goddess for whatever came through in that moment that got me out of the what ifs, who am I? It's like, who are you? You're you. And instead of what if, go to imagine if. Imagine if I could live in Maui and wake up with the beautiful sunrise and paddleboard with whales, which was literally what she was doing when I interviewed her. She was like, I was paddleboarding with baby whales this morning. I'm like, wow, <laughs> in six months. You know, imagine if I was making six figures and felt completely supported in my business and was putting work out there that I knew was in full line with my soul. Imagine if, and when you let the imagine ifs be stronger than the what ifs, that's when you really start stepping into your potential. I love that. I love that. It's, it, it's a really powerful exercise to also just control the stream of your thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. And to be able to so much of, you know, to talk about, uh, just give myself a little shout out. I will be your manifesting professor. Yes, um, <laughs> you're in our curriculum, teaching, applying manifestation, your coaching practice. So guys, the journey continues. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn, but that, but what you just said is actually a huge part of like manifesting in your coaching business or your business in general, right? It's all about your mindset. And I think one of the biggest reasons why you and I have been as successful as we have is because of having that viewpoint of it, right? Of having that viewpoint of it being like, okay, like, and I can't even, I mean, Guys, me and Sarah have had countless calls where we're like, I tried this, it didn't work. I tried this, it didn't work. I researched this. Maybe we're going to try that. Next time we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and it's like, you just, you, it's not like you're not a failure. You tried something and it didn't work. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next thing. Right. And when you're connected to your purpose and what you want to do, then it's like, great. I'm going to, it's like, if you, 
want to bake cupcakes, like you might have to bake a few different batches of cupcakes till you find like the perfect like cupcake ratio that you like that works for you. And, and, and that doesn't mean that like every, like, that doesn't mean that like, if you stopped before you got there, you didn't fail because something was wrong with you. You just failed because you stopped. Yeah. You're never going to come up with your perfect cupcake recipe. If you just, you know, do the first try and you're like, that didn't work out. Or you're never going to learn how to bike ride. If every time you wobble, you're like, I guess this, this isn't for me. It's like, no, the wobbling is what makes your balance stronger. Yeah. It's what you figure out. You're like, oh, I put my foot down too much that time. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I lean too much this way. I'm not, you know, and I think that's so much like when you go into a soul aligned career and you go on that path of doing something that really lights you up, it's about looking at it from that perspective of like, okay, but like, like you said, imagine if it really does work. Mm-hmm. Imagine if in six months, I do have a, a fully booked out coaching business. Imagine if I'm the one flipping swimming with the dolphins or, you know, right now, like right now we're doing this interview. I'm in a, an apartment in Paris. I've been living in Paris for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I felt like it mm-hmm. and I can, because I've created a business where that's possible. And I've been taking all my calls and doing all my clients or whatnot. And it's fine. I get to go explore Paris during the day. And I talk to my clients and do podcasts at night. Mm -hmm. And like, what if like, that could be you, Mm -hmm. right? Like, or whatever version of that is for you. Right. And when we connect to that, when we're constantly connecting to that and you show up for that, what if, and you start acting from that place of what if, then you're, you're also aligning yourself with the frequency of that, mm-hmm. right? When you're putting yourself in containers like DCI, when you're, you're like buckling down, you're literally saying to the universe, like, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm doing this right now. I'm committed to that. That's so powerfully manifest, like manifestation wise. It's so powerful. And I think one of the biggest hacks to manifesting, and I know like, you know, we've talked a lot about manifesting together. Um, One of the biggest hacks to manifesting is really what you surround yourself with, Mm -hmm. right? It's putting yourself in those containers. It's being conscious of the people around you. And one of the biggest things that I've seen, and I know both of us probably have had this experience, if you want to speak to this too, is that when we started, it was hard to find other people that we had, right? To talk to. And that's like a big reason how we even became friends, Mm -hmm. right? And, and so I think that that's just such a beautiful thing to that other that also expedites your process to like have that community to be able to like, have a place where you can plug in to that, you know, that possibility to that potential to the frequency of getting to step into that next level you right. Oh, totally. If all of your friends are like, I hate my job. And I just can't wait till Saturday. So I can drink myself to oblivion. It's like, you're either going to become that or isolate yourself, you know, and, and neither of those are going to be supportive of you living your soul expression. So I think it's so important to be having like so much of, we like talk about our lives. But we also talk about our businesses and it's so supportive to have friends that you can be your full expression with. And I mean, so many students in DCI have found their podcast co-hosts or have started ventures together and so many incredible things that 
their paths wouldn't have aligned and also creating Dharma support circles, which is something we call of basically creating a mastermind of four people where every two weeks you meet to just talk about your own personal Dharma and support each other of like, let's say maybe for one person, she wants to write a book and for someone else, they want to move into group coaching or whatever else to have a place of other coaches who you, who really get you and have a similar training as you have and see all of the different ways that it could take shape and form. So every single person has said the community has ended up being probably the most valuable part of the experience because just the people you, you meet and the friendships, lifelong friendships that you make are what is going to create that ongoing success for you. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things I see over and over again is how many people in my world and, you know, that I have like in Define and Design Your Life or in the, you know, in my masterminds and stuff like that, that like are hungry for more people around them that they can talk to about these things. Um, And I think that that's huge. And I think it's especially huge and something I've been so grateful for around my career and and around like my dharma and my purpose to have people that you can like have those kinds of conversations with that you can talk about the fears you can talk about like the big dreams you can talk about like you know you can throw some like spaghetti against the wall so to speak and be like I'm thinking about this or I'm doing that you know and they get you you can be like I got an intuitive hit about this and they're like go with it girl you know (laughs) um so before I, I I have a special announcement, other than the fact that I will be teaching a manifestation thing, which I'm really psyched about, because I'm really excited to talk about manifestation in terms of clients with the students of DCI, because I think sometimes we think about we think about manifestation, you know, when it comes to like money in general sometimes, but like I think one of like my most powerful manifesting has been with clients. Right. And like, it's really something that I've had a lot of fun with actually playful, different ways that I've called in like groups that I've called in like soulmate clients that I'll just like the way that like clients like will naturally magnetize a lot of times when I'm not even like putting anything out too. Um, I have so much that I, I can't wait to share with them about that because your client attraction process also gets to be magical AF. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. We so don't believe in like cold DM 10,000 people and like, wait to see who responds. It's like, no, you get to call in your dream clients that you're like, oh my goddess. Like I would literally be friends with these people because I love working with them so much. Yes. And it feels like a dream to work with them. And mm-hmm. it just floats by like the other night. It's so funny. I posted this like story and so many people DM me were like, oh my God, you look so happy, which was like kind of funny. Cause I'm like, aren't I always happy? I don't know. But like, I must You're have in your at- element in Paris, girl. It's, yeah. it's up a number. We need the Cassandra in Paris new series instead of the Emily in Paris. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. The spiritual version. You're like manifesting <laughs> under the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> right that's what I've been doing I've been doing like all the vegan restaurants all the juice bars in Paris all the sacred sites I love it stay tuned is what I mean and that's what you get to do as a coach it's like you get to have the flexibility you get to choose who you want to work with like how many of us have been on teams working with people that we would have never chosen to work with for out like long hours that aren't flexible and you're not really using your gift and that's the saddest thing too when you're like day in day out like I don't feel like I'm doing anything that's unique. I feel like I'm replaceable. Like no one should ever feel that way. Whereas when you're living your Dharma, you know, 
the supply is one, it's you and the demand is infinite. So it's actually your highest way of stepping into your abundance. Like if people want to talk about how to manifest money, it's like you being the unique niche that you are, it's like, that is irreplaceable. And so, I mean, we have so many different examples of people in the world from, you know, Marianne Williamson to Gabby Bernstein, to all these different people, they just have fully owned who they are, that they can get paid tens of thousands of dollars for speaking on a stage or millions of dollars for writing a book or courses, because you're never going to get their essence anywhere else. And, and that's available for every single person. It's just, are you going to give yourself that, that self-worth, you know, and most people we think, oh, certain people like Gabby and Marianne have that, but not me. It's like, no, they just chose to believe in themselves. Oh, absolutely. And, and like what you were, what, what we tapped on before, and just to kind of like also put this like little nugget in people's head to marinate, um, like for instance, when you're being fully yourself, when you're just living authentically in your essence, everything, like nothing is marketing and everything is marketing. Mm, right? Yes. Cause like nothing is intentional marketing. Like I'm literally like living my joy right now. And yeah. anybody that like intimately knows me knows that like, this is like <laughs> my joy. <laughs> and, but but also like all of my posting about Paris, all of like, you know, I'm doing like reels and all of it's super fun. Like I not feel like I'm like working here. Like I would be doing this stuff if I was like a pedestrian without like a, a, a job, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and the people that are my soulmate clients love it, right? They're like, oh, that's so cool. They relate to it. They relate to the fact that I'm like literally going on like a vegan food tour of Paris, right? They love that I'm like at the Four Seasons Spa, but then also like, you know, doing my meditation and like doing like, because it's all authentically me, mm-hmm. right? And, I, and I'm a multifaceted person right? And we all are, right? We're all so multifaceted and we have our, like we have, and, and just like with you, like with your like dancing and also like your love of like creativity and your little art projects and, and all that. It's like, that's just, that's just who you are as a person. Like that's like, who's the heart is when we're just like hanging out period. Right. We literally made candles and did the work on each other. (laughs) that is how we hang out (laughs) like that's who we are right like when we hang out like there's like literally no difference if you watched everything on reality show you would not be surprised at all we're like time for the breath work session time for the movement (laughs) now let's journal and it's cool because it's like when you're a coach that becomes your job requirement it's like you can't be burnt out because you're not gonna be able to show up. So part of your job requirement is you doing what brings you joy because you being in Paris is actually attracting you more clients and high paying clients because they're like, I wanna work with a coach who's also living their joy. So it's like your job requirements are you being freaking happy. I'm literally not even, I literally haven't even been like pitching or doing like really anything while I'm here and the abundance of flow, that like is flowing in. And it's literally just because I'm so magnetic right now, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's one of the things I can't wait to talk a little bit more about with the students, but also when you really start thinking about that, about how it's just so seamless, right? It's like when you're living your dharma and like it all bleeds, right? It all like bleeds into one another. So it's not, this 
when like exactly like when you're being true to who you are and you're not trying to be like what you think a coach right if like if I was like oh spiritual coaches wouldn't like you know shopping on the Champs-Élysées or whatever then I'd be like I'm not going to show that part of me Mm -hmm. right and it's like f that you know how many clients I've had that have been like I really love you because you're a little bougie but you're also like super out there Mm -hmm. right and it's like, that's, that's, and me. that's who you want to work with. So, so you sh- not showing that is going to end you up with people who signed up for something that isn't authentically you. And there are people out there who are like, I feel like I'm a little bit bougie and spiritual. So I don't fit in with the person who's just like wearing all white and, and mala beads. I'm wanting a coach who's like me or someone that finds me is like, I'm making jokes all the time and dancing. And like, you know, so I want a coach that's like me and whoever's listening to this right now, write down a couple things about yourself, a few words to describe yourself. Like if you were a brand or an essence, what are those words? Are you funky? Are you sassy? Are you soulful? Are you mystical? And those are going to be the attributes that attract your clients. So your only job now is to turn them all the way up so people in the back can see it. I love that. And and even to add on that kind of an exercise is so great is to one, ask like your closest friends, mm-hmm. right? Like your closest friends, like what would they call like the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The potluck that is you. Yeah. <laughs> and even to ask yourself, like, where are my like, uh, like my dualities, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what like, makes a strong brand to not be the same. I mean, now we could go into a whole branding conversation. We <laughs> I know. Okay. A course okay. on, on this. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like Cassandra and I literally take courses together and we like talk about what we're learning. So if you're a coach or you're wanting to be a coach, it's like, always be upgrading. Even if it's not DCI, like if you take nothing from this, it's like sign up for whatever does bring you joy because there's so much more to learn and grow and evolve into that. If we think we have it all figured out, we remain stagnant. We stop being in the flow of the universe. Absolutely. And I think you also brought up a great thing. If you do have a close friend, like means our, we recently did this over the pandemic because it was, you know, like we took a Zoom class together and it was so fun mm-hmm. to like have a friend in the class and get to like be in the class together and also like kind of chat about it afterwards and like, you know, have that experience with a friend. So if you do have a friend, I think this is a great opportunity to do that with them and to, it's a great it's a great experience to grow together in that way and to like spend some like really quality time, um, mm-hmm. in like, you know, service of your evolution. And I know this is going long, but I do want to let you know that if you're listening to this and you're part of my community and you want to join DCI, I'm going to make you uh, a really crazy offer because I'm really excited about this. And I just want you to knock it out of the park. And I know that like Sahara is already giving you everything that you need, but I have a course called Spread Your Light. <laughs> and Spread Your Light is my signature um, business course. It teaches you branding. It teaches you how to get your clients. It teaches you everything you need to know to kind of like get your business up and running and out there. And I want to give it to you if you sign up for DCI through me so that you have just kind of, you know, me and Sahara, like your two besties just whispering into your ears, 
all of our business magic that's just going to make you an unstoppable forest of, of amazingness and spiritual learning um, so that you'll have that companion and you'll get to hopefully, you know, like use it as a supplement. I know I'm someone that like, I love like, you know, when I'm in a container, I just like love constantly like binge listening to things and like surrounding myself with all of that inspiration. And, and so you'll get to have literally two full fledged, really juicy courses. Um, and that's like, it's like a $2,000 value that I'm just throwing in there because I just think they're so aligned. I think they're so aligned and I think they're going to be really, really good to have together. And I'm also going to throw in earn with intention, which is my money manifestation course, um, which is how, you know, we use those kind of like magical principles to also call in the money while simultaneously, you know, um, doing the spiritual work for your business. Because, you know, I think, I think when you're starting a business, having knowledge, having these resources, and like Sahara said, both of us are like, we're, we're junkies. We have read so many different things and we love listening to all these different things. And we're always sharing like, oh, I heard this or I heard that, or like, let's try that. And it really does. One, it helps you discern what tools are the best for you. Right. And like what the things are right for you right now in your business. Um, but it, but it really does help you expedite the process. Like, I really think it does. Like it helps you speed up what could take you five years you could get done in six months if you really want to show up for this and uh spread your light and earn with intention are all pre-recorded you'll have full access to all of them so you can do it you know you have like a weekend you just want to chill and you want to binge listen and you want to go deep on it you can do that you can fit it into your schedule however you want so that um, you can show up for all of your dci dci stuff live <laughs> I love that. Such incredible bonuses. And it just allows you to, yeah, dive deeper into the manifestation principles, the abundance principles, and it's all interrelated. And, and of course, if you're someone who's listening to this podcast, that's probably going to be somewhat of your niche. I feel like the people who are attracted to you are like manifestation mystical witches. So, <laughs> so this is just going to further help them. And I think also, yeah, learning from different teachers too, it shows you different people's styles and you get to learn more about what your own style is. So I love that you're adding both of those on plus the hundred dollars off that your listeners get with your code. And if they use your link below and the code Cassandra at checkout, you'll also get an additional hundred dollars off, which you won't find anywhere else. So we are supporting you girl <laughs> Me for your success. Me and Zahara are just really determined to birth uh, this whole new level of like amazing spiritual transformational coaches. And we both just feel like right now we're at a time on the planet and with everything that's going on that more people are waking up than ever. More people are being called to live their purpose and get in alignment. And and we want to help support that and hold space for that and expedite that and make it as easy as we possibly can for you by giving you all these tools and all of this, you know, structure and this like beautiful community to, to do that, to have that, you know, incredible transformation and to literally, like you said, like 
be the next level you in six months <laughs> and be helping so many more people. Mm-hmm. So I I hope that you check out all the links below. Uh, like I said, Sahara's even throwing in $100 off for you guys because she loves me and you can get all mm-hmm. of your bonuses. Um, so if you sign up for DCI, um, just email us your confirmation and we'll get you access to all of those courses um, instantly. As soon as you send that to us, you can also just start chugging away um, and getting into it. And any, any parting words, Sahara? I just want to really honor the person who's listening to this right now, because I know that feeling when you know that something needs to change and it can feel really scary and really vulnerable. And like a part of you is so ready for it. Another part of you is like, break, break, break. No, stay where you are. Stay comfortable. And just, I just want you to give a lot of love to both of those parts of yourself. You know, the part of you that knows what you're capable of and the part of you that's scared because the part of you that's scared is also here. It believes it's protecting you. And when we give it love, And no, thank you so much for wanting to protect me and keep me safe and keep me exactly where I am. And I know that me staying exactly where I am isn't what's going to actually keep me safe. It's it's actually going to keep me stuck. So giving that part of yourself a lot of love while not letting it run the show, you know? And I think that sometimes in this like motivational world, we're just like, just do it and take action. Don't think about it. It's like, that part of you is, was created from all of the times that you were afraid of stepping into the unknown and created a story that if I remain exactly where I am, then I will be safe. And, you know, this is just some of the tools that we dive into, into DCI. So it's really holistic, but as you're stepping into your next level growth, like treat yourself with that love and that care, because growth can be scary. And we're, we are living in times that so much can feel like it's changing. But the thing is, we are quantum leaping as a society. So if there's, it's an illusion to think that you can remain exactly where you are because the world is not exactly where it is. I mean, even two years ago. So I believe that if you're listening to this right now, you are part of the volunteers that chose to incarnate at this time to help with raising the vibration of the planet. And it's our time. Like this is what we are here for. And we're here to just pass along those codes to you so you can remember and pass along those codes to someone else. And sometimes it just takes activating that light within you that like you say, spread your light so you can be that lighthouse for other people. So I'm really excited to think that this might be that moment for you, that everything shifts. And I'm just so excited and grateful to potentially be a guide on your journey. And of course, for just spending this time here with you, Cassandra, and and just feeling your little mystical manifestation witches. I love you all so much. Yay. Oh, that was perfect. Sorry. I could not have said it better. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for sharing your magic and all of your wisdom. And I'm just so excited for all of the listeners that are just feeling those soul nudges and feeling called right now, because it is true. This is, it's one of those moments where like one decision can change everything. Mm -hmm. right can literally change everything and I can just tell you from being on the other side of that decision that you know both of us we both know how scary it can be and we also know that like best thing we ever did in our lives (laughs) best thing (laughs) never going back (laughs) just keeps getting better 
just keeps getting better. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And if this resonated with you, feel free to share it with a friend. And like I said, all the links are below. And if you have any questions about DCI or Spread Your Light or anything, feel free to reach out to us. I'll put assistant at CassandraBodzak.com below. You can ask us any questions. Hit me up on Instagram. We're here to support you in your journey. And I cannot wait to see those of you that are inside. Thank you, Sahara.